Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary, and they will walk and not be faint. That's Isaiah 40, 28 through 31. Welcome to a special edition of the Jesus Calling Podcast as we search for peace in uncertain times. Our guest is Brett Swain, the founder of Lambcroft Ministries and executive chef at the Cookery Culinary Cafe, who talks about keeping ministry alive during a crisis. Hello, my name is Brett Swain. I am the executive chef and executive director of Lambscroft Ministries and the Cookery Culinary Cafe. The Cookery is an organization which reaches out to the homeless poor and the addicted and the broken and we go out and offer them hope in the form of a culinary program that teaches them a new skill, a new life skill. At the same time, we take them in and we offer them housing and we offer them community and we give them a place to stay that is in that community as they reach for Jesus. As we teach the things of Jesus, we teach the works of Jesus and the ways of Jesus. And uh, we demonstrate it by living together working together and reaching out to those who are still in that situation together. And in these uncertain times, what we found is that the cafe itself has almost ground to a halt other than the, the very faithful who will still come and get some curbside service or some catering. But the ministry opportunities here at the cafe and at, uh, amongst the community in general has increased tenfold we're giving a lot of foods that are being produced from other places and and being prepared in times that they can't use it they're passing it to the cookery and the the brave men and souls here to go out to the poor who are still in compromised areas the church and many concerned citizens wisely uh, are looking at that safety aspect and, and listening and heeding the voice of uh, those wiser than us and the health officials and doctors and they've stopped going largely but what do we do with that issue what do we do with the poor that are still out there our mission has grown stronger to wisely and as safely as we can still reach back with compassion and let these people know they're not forgotten and they're not being avoided they're seen and we're just trying to get through this time at the cookery, we have a mixture of, of, of people here. We have students that have come here looking for the help. And then we have students who have become staff. They feel called to, to reach back and help those others. When this whole event happened, we had to do a radical realignment of, of how does it look to get through this next season. What we're going to do is we're going to pay for rent, we're going to pay for medical, and we're going to pay for anything that's extremely needed but we can't pay for wages. Not this time, we're not making enough and the cookery has ground to a halt, but the expenses don't. And all of the men understood what was being told them and said, I'm in. And they keep showing up, they keep suiting up 
and they keep going out and they do it with joy. The spirit in the cookery cafe has blossomed because they know that they're doing God's work and they can feel his spirit encouraging them. This church grows stronger in persecution. I've heard it said so many times. And I, even in this time of, dare I say, pestilence, I see that the hearts have been asking the deeper questions and solidifying the call and their relationship with, with Jesus and God. So I'll also say that in Genesis 26, 12, it talks about how Isaac in a time of famine he sowed in the land and that seed was blessed by God and he became rich, very rich and exceedingly rich. And I've encouraged the men here to look for places to invest. And from the beginning, so they have, they've invested in each other, they've invested in time in the word, they've invested in time prayer, invested in time in those that needed help and they've become richer. Again, the spirit here is so vibrant. The words of Jesus are just permeated with presence on a, on a whole new level. And they've become rich, exceedingly rich and very, very wealthy in that time. And plus, I will also add the response of Nashville, the response of the people uh, hearing what we're doing and recognizing that they want to be responsible in their area, but also seeing the call and the care that we're trying to walk out that calling. They've empowered the men on such a great level than even before. And that's seeing the spirit of, of Nashville, seeing the spirit of the people coming behind the, in this unsure times has been very, very encouraging. So this is the cookery. This is a place of miracles. God has done all of this with people just believing in us. This is where the magic happens. Right now, we're a little quiet because we just finished making about 150 sandwiches to take out to those in the street. And we're about to make some more. How people can help right now, obviously prayer and obviously pursuing the things that matter on a deeper level. I heard a, a pastor Dave Clayton say, this is a time when we get to stop and be with our families and, and look at those relationships on a deeper level and, and wonder how can I be more of Jesus to my wife, my spouse, my kids. I think that's that and prayer, first of all, it, it surely must please heaven. We've been so busy in life. We've been trained to move, 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 and now we can take time to wonder, wait a sec, who do I need to reach out to? Who, who, who can get to feel my love today and say that I see you? But also for some of us, we're being uh, kept by the systems that, that have created the jobs for us, you know, meaning some of us are still getting pay. Some of us are still getting wages. And obviously take care of your family, but, but look for ways that you can sow in this time of pestilence, in this time of famine in, in a cer certain sense and be helping those who, they, who are going out, helping those that do not have, helping those that are worried and bring them the peace of heaven by your 
by your gifts, by your acknowledgement, by your compassion, by your love. We are here to reactivate love in the world. And there's no better time now because Psalms 46 says, be still and know that I am God. We're being still. Let's share God. I'll be reading from August 31st. Grow strong in your weakness. Some of my children I've gifted with abundant strength and stamina. Others, like you, have received the humble gift of frailty. Your frailty is not a punishment, nor does it indicate lack of faith. On the contrary, weak ones like you must live by faith, depending on me to get you through the day. I am developing your ability to trust me, to lean on me, rather than your own understanding. Your natural preference is to plan out your day, knowing what will happen. My preference is for you to depend on me continually, trusting me to guide you and strengthen you as needed. This is how you grow strong in your weakness. I don't know if it's appropriate to give a commentary, but I found that to be so true when I was going through homelessness, which was my school of compassion for the poor. It got to the point that I realized no matter how great my effort or my struggle was, that there was something that I was being taken through. And being taken through it, I knew that I would grow. And the only way for me to grow the fastest and to get through it the most efficiently was to surrender myself to the process. It felt like great weakness. But looking back, it was the time of greatest growth and strength impartation. Thank you.